We're going to tell the story. What do you want, you want to know? We're going to tell a story. What do you want to know? I'm going to tell you something you've never heard before. Just, Just sitting, sitting there talking, whiling away the time. Just talking, talking, whiling away the time. It's the Grandma Grandma Podcast, and we're doing fine. It's January 8th. Happy birthday, Mark. It's also the anniversary of my mom's death 54 years ago today. Um... Long time ago. Yep. Happy day for Mark. Must be, but he must be pretty old. Mark is 57, I think, right, Mark? Um, I'm going to do one of the questions that Brian had suggested. It was talking, talking about um, table of content. What would the table of contents look like if I had a book of my life? And um, I guess the first chapter would probably be called My Childhood in the Old Cold House, but Warm in Memories. Warm in memories. I was forward and moved there the farm. My first memory is standing in front of the house. I can still picture myself standing there. So that was my first memory I ever had. No heat with only a kerosene stove. We carried into the we carried gas into the house in a big old gas can. It heated the downstairs, but uh, upstairs it was pretty cold. The heat came up through a grate in the hallway, but it was pretty cold up there. We worked hard, but we had a lot of fun as well. We worked in the garden, on the farm. Um, Got a couple of hours off in the afternoon if we finished all of our work. I loved getting the cows down in the pasture. Um, there was a bluebird's nest right at the end of the lane. Uh, in the springtime, I always liked finding the, the bluebird eggs in this um, fence post. It probably was about a mile, only about a mile from our house to the end of the pasture, but it always seemed like a long way when I was a kid, but now I walk a mile every day and think nothing of it. Um, I loved high school. I just had lots of fun there. Um, we could walk to school. Uh, had lots of good friends, was a cheerleader, which I know kids always laugh at, but it was a really fun time in my life when I was a cheerleader. I was editor of the newspaper, the school newspaper. Um, that must be where I got all my writing skills, I suppose. Um, and I've always talked fast, and I know some of you have laughed at what it said in the yearbook when it said, what makes you think I talk so fast? One word. What makes you think I talk so fast? All, all in one word. Uh, you know how the, your grandchildren always tease me? Well, it, it goes back um, when I was in high school. They designated one day called Be Kind to Carol Day because everybody always teased me, and I was so naive I fell for everything. So after my childhood, then maybe the next chapter would probably be called Moving On. I went to College River Falls, 15 miles from home, um, majored in elementary education, minored in music. I stayed on campus except for one semester when I couldn't afford to stay on at the dorm. I lived with my grandpa Schumer's sister. So that would be my great, great aunt. Um, and worked at a coffee shop, a restaurant downtown of River Falls. <clears throat> Did lots of walking. I would walk from um, work to back to campus to practice piano at night and then walk home, which was a couple of miles probably, to um, Aunt Mame's house. Then I moved to Racine to teach kindergarten at Crestwood Elementary. I taught for about two years. I met Grandpa the first November um, when, I, when I moved there, and my first year of teaching. 
Nine months later, we were married, and then I moved on to family life. We had Anne when we were married 10 months, lived in a little upstairs apartment in Racine for about a year and a half, and we built our house in Oak Creek, which was a lovely, lovely place to live. I loved living in Oak Creek. And the, the kids all followed fast. By the time Anne was six, turned six years old, we had Katie. But it was a great neighborhood, made great friends there. The kids were all one big happy family out in the backyards. The backyards all joined and they could play in the um, sandboxes and the swimming pools and climbed over the fences. It was a great place to live. Um, so then when we moved to Waukesha, I think Anne was about 10 at the time, I think, and um, then we had Brian. And so we had five teenagers and Brian. It was a busy life. I worked part-time at Mental Health Association as the mental health educator for about eight years. And then when I got pregnant with Brian, I quit work and came home and stayed with Brian and um, did some volunteer work along the way. And then I started working at Parents Place when Brian started school or just, I think he was just, yeah, probably kindergarten. Started school, which um, Parents Place was a place that I helped to start the organization. And it was basically a child abuse prevention center to help parents know how to do their parenting. Um, I've loved watching the kids and the grandkids grow up. Loved it, loved every minute of it. Uh, and I still do. And then we reached retirement age, and here we are. Uh, that must be that. It'll be the last chapter in our life. Um, I've cared for lots of friends who have passed away since I've retired. That's been a painful part for me, but it's what you do. We golfed a lot at first, and golfed with a large group of friends, which was really a fun thing. We've talked about that before, which was really fun. We've traveled all over the world. We were just adding up the countries we've been to. I think I've added up 13 countries we've been to um, before we retired, but also after we retired. So that's amazing. I never thought I would ever do that kind of traveling. So I think of traveling to 13 countries. We're, we've been very, very blessed. So now it's uh, mask up, wash your hands, and social distance. So we play a lot of cribbage, spend a lot of, a lot of time together, some good, some bad. Oh, <laughs> watching, good. <laughs> watching the birds, reading, watching sports, reading, watching birds, watching and, playing, <laughs> and playing more cribbage. So um, that's, in a nutshell, my book. And now I, I think Grandpa has some things to say. Well, I started out, uh, some of the earliest things that I remember were where we lived in a home that my mom and dad rented uh, right on the curve on our Highway 38 between, between Cudahy and Waukesha. And it's a kind of a sharp curve. And one thing on, we had on the property was a kind of large garage that people parked that besides was big enough to park like a truck and a, and a car. And it was a tin, tin garage made of tin. And, and cars used to have a tough time making the curve. Uh, and a couple times it was run into only once while we were living there, but it had been run into before. Uh, Wasn't that the one with the, the road went around the house? The, 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 no, there was no street around the house at that time. That road was cut in 
later after okay. we left. Okay. And uh, how old were you? Uh, I was what Almost. from four to six or seven okay. or six, I think, when we moved to into city of Racine. Uh, how old were you when Carl died? Because Carl died there. Yeah. So this was four or five, probably. Yeah. Right. Right. And uh, uh, and we rented a home uh, uh, on Flut. I think it was the name Flut, of the street. Flut. I think. And it was only about two blocks from Knapp School because I remember in the summers we summertime the public school. Uh, I went to uh, St. Edward's, which was a private grade school, one through eight, Catholic school. Catholic school. And, but in the summers, we always went to some of the things I remember and went to Knapp, where, and, and, and like, like some of them do now, they, they had open, uh, they had a uh, recreation open for kids where you could come rent ping pong paddles and horseshoes and, and things. And we used to play horseshoes a fair amount many times. And I, the one thing I do remember is we used to get together with, you know, 10, 12, sometimes 14 people, and we would choose sides and play baseball. And the way we played when, say, we had 12 people, we'd only have six people, we would say right field was not part of our baseball diamond, not part of the diamond. So we, because uh, we, we, we didn't have enough people to put, you know, like in second base and right field. And for, well, we, we always had a first baseman because we had to throw people out. That was always a lot of fun. And, and then we bought the home on Wright Avenue, uh, 2920 Wright Avenue in Racine, where we lived for many, many, many years. And, and that was only two blocks from St. Edward's which we, we had been about a, almost a mile from Flint Avenue there, or about 10 blocks. And, and my mother was always active in, in the church there, and that's where we went to grade school and played sports uh, with the first through eighth grade uh, sports teams and so forth. It's where Grandpa lived until we were married. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And how old are you when you're married? Well, uh, we go through go through the time that I, we 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 lived there, and I, I being the oldest of seven kids, I had a lot of responsibility. <laughs> but uh, lived there and uh, graduated from high school there, went to St. Catherine's High School. And we graduated from there, and uh, I didn't have money to go to college, so I was went to work, GI Case Company, I think it was. Oh yeah, one of the things Carol just pointed to my finger and said I should tell about the finger. One of the things that when I was working at GI Case Company, uh, I was I ended up uh, working in the receiving department, and sometimes had to take a ten and a half truck and drive around and get things and bring them back here. And anyhow, this 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 one time I was assigned to go down to uh, Davenport, Iowa, I think it was, or something. Anyhow, it was far enough where I even got uh, money to stay at a motel when I was down there. But I, of course, uh, pocketed that money and just drove down there and drove back all in the same time. Well, I got back about 1.30 in the morning, 
and was pushed, we had to put the truck in where it belonged most of the time in this big uh, metal building and it had these huge doors that you could drive big trucks and stuff in it. I pushed uh, one door, I pulled the rod out of the concrete next to there and pushed the rod open, pushed that door open with my right hand or I opened the door and pushed it with my right hand and then I was pulling the rod out of there with my left hand and had my right hand on the side of the door and the wind caught the, that door and slammed it shut oh. and I got most of my hand out of there before it hit except for my one right finger and it slammed right on that and the finger, an inch, oh. inch and a half of my finger dropped down onto the concrete next to me. And so uh, I picked that up. It wasn't bleeding very much that I was really concerned about losing too much blood, but they had a night shift uh, on the other side of the shop, about a, two blocks away almost. So I carried my finger and I worked down and, and I knew there was a nurse and uh, stuff at that night shift. And that's who I went, went, went there and showed the foreman and so forth. I said, I got, had this accident and is your nurse here? And yeah, and so they, they called said, oh, we gotta go take you to the hospital. So they took me to the hospital and there they called my family doctor and, it, and he came in and I don't remember, remember the timing now whether all this happened. See, this well, must have well, fast. It all happened fairly fast, but I guess I never thought about my doctor coming in at four in the morning or something, but it was, it was something like that. Anyhow, and I looked and I said, well, can it be sewn back on? And he looked at it and said, well, it could be tried, but uh, what I would recommend is that we make sure we get the nerves out of there so it's not tender and stitch it up and 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 that would be my recommendation so that's what we did then we get into working and and, and I, I think I told you before some of the things we did while during this year after high school while I was working included that trip to Mexico that I was asked to talk about before and I did do that uh, but then uh, it gets back to going to college and going to college uh, in Madison. Well, when I, before I even went in the Army, I had got one year in at Marquette, commuted back and forth from Racine to, to Milwaukee for, for that. And then when I came out, the one year I went to the Extension Center of Racine and then my last two years at Madison and graduated from there. What and was, and got major, and and, and got and, and got the job at the electric company. What was your major in college, though? What? What was your major in college? Accounting. Yeah, I had I had a couple of people I respected who say take as much many accounting courses as you can. I said, well, then why, maybe I should major in accounting, and I did that. So I joined uh, the electric company, and uh, probably uh, I was just looking to remember some of this stuff and. and there, there were some articles in the paper, the company paper, and this one in 1965 kind of summarizes a lot of my work activities, so I'll read it to you. Jerome J. Meisner has been appointed district manager of the Cudahy District of Wisconsin Natural Gas Company, effective February 1st, succeeding Martin Martinson, who retired on that date. Jerry joined the Racine Accounting Department June 18th, 1958, as supervisor of the bookkeeping group, 
after graduating from the University of Wisconsin with a degree in business administration. In 1959, he became supervisor of the customer's accounting division of Wisconsin Natural Gas Company and Wisconsin Electric uh, Extension. He received his CPA certificate in 1964. He spent two years in the Army, mostly at Fort Carson, Colorado, in an engineering construction battalion. Jerry is well known in the company golfing circles. He won the EMBA match play tournament four straight times, besides topping the accounting treasury field several times. Well, that was kind of a nice article, so that kind of summarizes some of that. Uh, uh, and and, and carry, carry, carries me all the way to the point of being a district manager of the Cudahy District. Uh, then uh, <coughs> the company combined the, we, we then had three divisions, the, the cent, central division, the Racine Oak Creek Division, no, the Central Division, which was Oak Creek and Waukesha, was it Lake? Was it Lake? and the Lakeshore Division, which was Racine and Kenosha, and the Western Division, which was Fort Atkinson, Whitewater, Watertown, uh, that, uh, plus a lot of other country or portion of this area. Uh, at, at a point w in 1969, we combined the districts, Wisconsin, and, and some of this is in the articles again, Wisconsin Natural Gas Company has combined the sales and operating activities of the Oak Creek and Waukesha districts into a new central division, effective with the new year. Jerome J. Meisner, 35, has been named manager of the new division with headquarters in the company's Oak Creek service building at 950 Rosslyn Avenue. He has been a district manager since 1965. Waukesha Service District has been enlarged to include most of Waukesha County. Wisconsin Natural serves 117,000 customers in an eight county service area, principally south and west of Milwaukee. Its operating headquarters are in Racine. Uh, that gets me to 1969 as a division manager. And uh, some of the things I remember are, are besides the, the activities of uh, helping serve all of our gas customers, as a district manager and division managers, we were expected to be active in community things. And in another article that was in the paper from the Freeman, which was the Waukesha paper, that Jerome J. Meisner, district manager of Wisconsin Natural in Waukesha, has been elected president of the Chamber of Commerce. Meisner had been a director for three years and was vice president last year. Well, that, that was uh, an added charge that you took time to do. The one big operation that I remember in Waukesha, and I don't remember what year that was, but I got a plaque upstairs that I could check and see if it, what year it is, but 
and that was uh, heading the uh, United Fund campaign for Waukesha County, the whole county. And that was quite an operation. There's 13 districts, 2,200 solicitors. Uh, you have to organize all that and work with the directors of different phases and organize and encourage all the workers to do the best they could and so forth. And it, for about three months, close to three months, I would probably spend three, four hours a day of my work working on that project, rather, as well as doing all my other work. I was, I was efficient. Carol, I just looked up and Carol was laughing, so I said, but, but at any rate. That, it was the they, first year they raised over a million, raised a million dollars was when you were chair. Yeah, yeah. And I remember you giving the speech and tears in your eyes. Yeah, I don't remember the, the tears, but I, I probably do. So, uh, and now they've gone, I wonder how much they raise now. Uh, quite a bit more by oh, now. Yeah. Uh, traveling was fun. Uh, Carol and I always traveled together. She's never been in a country that I have not been in. Mexico. Oh, except Mex I went to Mexico, Mexico a couple yeah, times and yeah. she was not in Mexico. But oh, other, other than that, most of our traveling is together. And... Uh, well, I think that's enough talking for one day. You didn't mention anything about all the awards. Carol has gotten a lot of wonderful awards for her achievements, and uh, I, I think she should mention that, some of them at least. There's so many, it would take hours, of course. Just, I was just going to say to Grandpa, just for notification, all my information about all the wonderful things I've accomplished are in that little dresser in the front hallway underneath the mirror when you first walk in. If you want to know anything, just look there. I've kept all my wonderful things that were in the paper. Probably one of the biggest honors I did receive was the Women, women of Distinction. Um, I'm trying to think what year it was. It was probably, Janet was in college, so whenever that would have been, Brian was probably 12. And um, yeah, I was, I, was, it was, I was nominated by, actually by one, a woman that worked for Jerry. And it, it goes to people who are, who have done something in the community above and beyond their work um, to improve the community and make it a good place to live. So I had to give a talk, and it was an honor, and I received a painting as a, a gift. Um, it was done by one of the high school girls, actually, a high school student at South High School. It's hanging upstairs in the hallway. Um, yeah, I have received a few other words, but I don't know. I don't like to talk about myself, but um, I did receive an award from the state Parents Anonymous, um, Parents Anonymous, no, not Parents, the State Child Abuse Prevention Organization, which was an honor also when I was working at Parents Place or doing Parents Anonymous. Anyway, just, I don't know, that's about it. We're all done for today. We've got some cards, got some to, cards play. to play. We're all well, done for today. Got some cards to play. So much sharing and laughing, man. You know we sure can't stay. I hope you tell us what you've done. Cause I got someone who's come. Next we cannot say. But keep believing. We send our love your way. So from Grandpa and Grandma, our story of the day.
Thank you for listening. Now come and say hi. Cause you've got a home as long as I've got mine. Hey, Jerry, you can't, it can't be any worse than mine. Oh my gosh.